Welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. I am your host, Alfred Tabex, joined for our 50th episode by my wonderful co-host, Andy Spatiri. Hello, everybody. So, this week is our 50th, but it also falls on um, an interesting day, because this is going to be the last podcast we have for the next two weeks. Next week, I'm going to be swamped up in wedding stuff, and then I'm on my honeymoon. Uh, so, I won't be able to record or edit, and uh, we may have one, we may not, depending on uh, if we can get anyone else to, to jump in or edit. Um, but this week we're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to talk mostly about our predictions for E3, what we hope will happen um, for when Nintendo comes out. But before we do that, uh, information came out today. It's not Zelda information. Um, about something in particular that I'm not a fan of. <clears throat> and what it is is Nintendo released an infographic to talk about how voice chat will work on Splatoon. Uh, so what what's going to happen if you haven't seen it, um, I'll throw up a link or I'll throw up the image um, in, in post and editing so you guys could see. Um, <clears throat> they have a specific headset that actually looks kind of cool for Splatoon. And it goes into this device that's shaped like a squid. And one of them plugs into your headphone jack and your... Uh, iPhone, I'm assuming it's going to be for Android too, but uh, you know, knowing Nintendo, who knows? And then the other one plugs into your Switch. Um, there's a lot of things wrong with this. Um, Andy, have you seen this at all? Uh, I took a I took a quick glance at it earlier, and it just seemed too ridiculous, so I just kept scrolling in my newsfeed. So apparently, uh, a few things here: the cord, the total cord length for this whole thing is only 20 inches. Uh, so Unless you're pretty close to your TV, you're not going to be able to put this thing through the entire um, uh, area. The entire, if like if you're in a living room or something and you sit pretty far back. Um, there's some workarounds for this, obviously. Like at some point you might be able to get a Bluetooth headset and um, jack that into the little dongle. But you're going to have to leave your phone probably by the switch or by the TV or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. All in all... This looks like one of the most impractical ways you could voice chat. Um, and we talked a while back about how Nintendo's coming up with this really ridiculous way to, to do online um, for the Switch, where it's, it just run through your phone, and that's how you set everything up. And it's, it's just so stupid. Uh, and this just furthers that idea of how out of touch they are with common sense and modern gaming that they would need to wire a headset into a phone and the switch at the same time in order to voice chat and you can only voice chat with your friends too you, this isn't a voice chat with uh strangers or with people just online uh, it, it's it's with specific people that are on your friends list um i mean it's, it's just so stupid to me it's so ridiculous it doesn't make any sense um, what are your opinions and I'm, I'm just it's pissing me off I mean, it's stupid. You know, when they when they didn't have voice chat for the first Splatoon, I think their reasoning was they didn't want anybody to uh, to have a negative experience with other users. You know, um, I don't know, like using using curse words or something like that. That that was their reasoning behind it, which is 
absolutely insane. That's like saying that people shouldn't have cell phones because you might get a call from someone that, that swears at you. Um, it, it's, it doesn't make sense. It's, you know, this is like, this feels like something that belongs on like the early GameCube or something exactly, like that, yeah. you know, like a move that, a move that, you know, you would do when you're figuring out how online works, not when you've had online ecosystems that have been thriving for the last decade plus. So it's, yeah, it, it's a dumb move, but I mean, like, what, what do you expect from Nintendo at this point, right? Like, they, when I think of Nintendo, I don't think of great online infrastructure, yeah. and they definitely, definitely haven't done anything to change that. Well, here's um, the downside, too, is that uh, coming up soon, we're going to have to start paying for online if we want to use the online. It's, it's Admittedly, it's a $2 asking price, which isn't that big. Um, I mean, that's less than a Spotify subscription. Uh, as a yeah. student so i'm not that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just that they've done nothing in the past to prove that their internet service is good enough to be paid for um that, absolutely i remember playing smash bros online and it was so laggy that you couldn't even play well even more than that They're... like they've you've been able to play online with the switch with uh, mario kart 8 which works like the system that that's set up for is fine like i don't have a problem with finding matches uh, the problem is really staying connected or, or getting connected in the first place. But ultimately, that interface is fine. I don't understand why they have to go through a phone for it. Um, <clears throat> but I, it's just – it seems like – like you said, it seems like something that you would have seen back in the GameCube, like having to plug it into a specific thing in order for it to get voice chat to hook up to the internet in a different way. Um, yeah. It, I mean it already has Wi-Fi on it. If this device has Wi-Fi on it – you know, then it can deal with a Bluetooth headset being linked up to it. Like the the PlayStation 4 can do that, the Xbox can do that. Even the iPhone itself can link up with a Bluetooth headset. Mm -hmm. I mean, like th there's things like back long time ago, even back when uh, they before iPhones, like Blackberries and stuff, you could still hook up a Bluetooth to a Blackberry. So basically, what I'm getting at here, and I know this isn't true, but this is what it's coming across as is that the Switch is less advanced than a BlackBerry, like the phone. And, and that's that's not true, but that's how it's coming across because... It's not true, but they just refuse to take proper steps to... It, you know, I played Splatoon online, and, like, that was fine. Like, staying connected, I never had an issue with, but it's just ludicrous that you can't go and search for your friends online, and you can't go and, <laughs> and join a, a group chat or something like that to play with, like... It's it's ludicrous. There's another word for it. I mean, um, the we even the we had better like support for voice chat than the Switch does, and that's really sad. Granted, you had to use a specific microphone, and it was that uh, regular mic. Um, I, I wish I had a. I'll put up a picture of it, but uh, the 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 we speak. I think that's what it was called, and you could go into a. You could even just do uh, we speak through the we like at a specific channel where you could talk to your friends using the microphone. Um, but I think this wasn't used on many games, um, primarily for Animal Crossing City Folk, which is what it was bundled with. And that's what I got it for. Um, and I talked to my friends through it when we were playing online. And that was that was easy. That was simple. Like, there wasn't any extra steps. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to wire it through something stupid. Um, I may, You might have been able to use it for the conduit. I might be wrong on that. Um, <clears throat> and while it wasn't really a headset, it was still a step in a direction that was better than what they're doing now with the Switch. Um I, I just the moves they're making with online really don't make sense. Uh, they haven't earned our trust to, to to deserve a paid service. 
Um, and they're only complicating it even more. Like this seems like it's more complicated to develop than just putting good internet, internet and online services on the switch. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, so I don't think of it this way too. Like how much, how much is it per month? I think it's something like $24 us per month or per year, right? Yeah. Something like that. So for me, that's about 35 bucks a year. So my Xbox Live Gold membership for the year cost me about <coughs> 70 bucks. With that, you get uh, probably the best online infrastructure that there is, and you get three free games every month. Mm-hmm. You get more than three, actually. You get uh, you get four and then two Xbox 360 games. So it's like, why am I paying half of that for, for less uh, qualified service and for... No incentives about that. Now, maybe there will be some incentives. Well, that's, uh, but from, I'm jumping ahead of myself into E3. But uh, well, from what I remember, yeah, it this, doesn't make much sense. This may have been a rumor. This may have been announced. Um, is that Nintendo would do something like this, like that? But they'd be demos of game, like a virtual console games. So you know how on oh, the, that's right. And then you, but you don't keep them after. No, it was like the remember when the Wii U had the amiibo play thing, where you would tap the amiibo that's character, right. yeah. and it would have a, like a ninety second demo or whatever it was of a game, um, and you could play through five scenes of it. Um, it's gonna be, I imagine, something like that. Um, which is well, like, even that's ridiculous. No, I know. Like I'm not on Xbox, justifying that can, at all. Yeah, you can. You know, I I bought Tomb Raider. I got Tomb Raider for free, and I can still replay that game, and it's there forever. So. And yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. It's stupid. I mean, even the PS4, like, I, I'm planning on getting one soon. Um, and the online, like, the the pricing's eh, uh, but you still get the PS Plus games. Um, you get a lot of discounts uh, for having mm-hmm. a PS Plus membership. Um, a bunch of free games. Like, it's just, Nintendo, it's like they look at what everybody else is doing and say, that's great and that's working for everyone else, but we're going to complicate it and try something different. And... It's it's to that adage. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And they've been destroying their online, like their online services since the Wii. Like the Wii had okay online. Like I didn't really ever get disconnected on the Wii. Um, and that, I had pretty. Cr- I did playing Smash. Yeah, Smash has never really had the best. But like playing, uh, you know, Animal Crossing, I was fine. I didn't really have any connection problems there. And and it just blows my mind how they're overcomplicating it and, and they're doing something stupid like this. I just. It, it, it's hard to, to back them. Do you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of my best friend, Brent. And I love the guy to death, and I love Nintendo to death, but oftentimes I feel like he will just disagree with me on everything just on principle, just because I said it. So, like, it, it, it just feels like Nintendo doing the same thing. Like, like, hey, like, you should have, a, you know, an awesome online infrastructure with reasonable voice chat. Like, no, we know better. We can do it our own way. You know, this is what it's like. And it's it's like, whatever, man. Like, well, it's even it doesn't make sense, but OK. It's worse than that, because back in 2015, when or, yeah, it was 2015, when Microsoft unveiled the uh, or even further than that, was it 2015 or 2014 when they unveiled the Xbox One? Um, I think that's 2014. Probably 2014, yeah. Uh, when they unveiled the Xbox One, and they were like, "Well, it's an always online system. You can't trade, like you can't buy, use games. Basically, um, it's it's you know all these things that were really really bad and really stupid decisions." And then they redacted pretty much all of those afterwards mm-hmm. because fans were like, "No, this is this is stupid. Like none of this sounds good. You're you're ruining the console. You're ruining gaming for it." And then they were like, "You know what?" 
if fans aren't happy with what's going on, they're not going to buy it and they're not going to pay for it. Uh, they, they have to keep their market happy. Nintendo, for some reason, just doesn't see it that way. Um, they, they... That, that's the old philosophy of Nintendo, though, going back to the video game crash in the 80s. They, they kind of have the philosophy where, like, it's it's like they're it's like they're the big brother government. Like they know what's best for consumers, even if consumers don't know what's best for consumers. And that might have been true back in the '80s when you know you know they saved the video game market. But it's been a long time since then, so it's it's just, it's so weird how how like they they haven't changed at all in all this time. And I mean, yeah, like like what can you say? It's it's it's. Uh, it's dumb. I can't imagine that those squid earphone things are going to be a hot commodity. Well, and it's it's difficult because you want to stay relevant um, in the gaming market. You want to stay relevant, period. And it, it seems like Nintendo's avoiding that. Like, the Switch is up their stock price a lot. Like, they're, they're doing great because of the Switch. Um, but you can only ride on that for so long. Like, it's kind of the same thing we talked about, I think, last week. And with the third-party support, like, you can only have good first-party games for so long before there's a dry period. And then, you know, what are you going to do with no third-party support? It's the same thing. It's Mm -hmm. like you can ride on people's, like, goodwill with the Switch and how well it's doing and how good of a system it is for so long until you pull something like this. And then you're like, well, you know, I'm not going to (coughs) buy – excuse me. They're not going to buy an online-only game if the online sucks. Like, if in order – and here's another problem. Somebody was talking about this on a – a Facebook group I'm a part of is what if you don't have a smartphone like this? Like what if what if you Yeah, you're completely boned. Yeah, you, you can't you can't play online. You can't Well the other thing too is like this probably I don't know how this you know how much battery this uses, but it probably uses enough. Oh yeah. You know, like are you gonna have to to have your phone plugged into the to the switch and then have your like your charger plugged <laughs> into your phone? Like how many cords are we talking here? This sounds like just a jumbled mess. And then, like, you know, if you're if you're playing your Switch on the go, um, and you can and you use this thing, I don't know. I'm assuming it's it can be taken portably. But then, how much data does it use? It's it's just a mess. Sorry, I was choking there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just don't understand like <clears throat> their thought process here. More than that, um, does the here's a question that I have too. Uh, I I pay for pretty much basic internet for my apartment. For me and my fiance, so <clears throat> like I, I'm not, you know, thousands upon thousands of uh, megabytes or gigabytes of bandwidth. Like I can only do so much at one time before the internet starts to kind of clog up. Leg. <clears throat> so if the switch needs to be connected to the internet and the phone needs to be connected to the internet, and they're both drawing a huge amount of uh, bandwidth, then one of those things is going to suffer. Um, and, and again, I'm, I'm not really understanding what their goal is with the phone. Like, <clears throat> if it's going to run internet through that, and you have to connect to the app through the Switch, or um, what it's going to be, it's just, it, they're overcomplicating something that's really simple. Like what we're doing right now. I have a microphone plugged into my computer, I have <clears throat> a camera plugged into my computer, and I'm talking to you through Discord. This mm-hmm. isn't a complicated setup. Like, this isn't something that, like, I have to have three or four other, like, external ports to plug in. Like, I don't have to have another port for my microphone to plug into that 
Look look at this too. I don't know I don't know if you saw this. I just saw this. Nintendo just posted this six minutes ago. But uh, Nintendo Switch Online, uh, blah blah blah. Subscription also includes ongoing access to a library of classic titles with newly added online play. It launches in 2018. Well, I think launches in 2018. <laughs> the uh, they they talked what? about a while back that it was going to be like the first six months of online were free uh, for everyone so to try it out. Um, so, I think it's it's been so March, April, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I I I guess uh, April. Now when I don't started. know. I don't know if this is just that you start paying in twenty eighteen or the service kicks in in uh, twenty. Yeah. Okay. So free until twenty eighteen. Okay. So then they they, they so that's a better. little bit better. Um, yeah, that's better. <clears throat> Again, they have in that time then. They have to earn our trust on their online system. We, yeah, we the, have it to, says here that the, the online lobby and voice chat won't be coming until 2018. Yeah. They, they, uh, a free limited version of this app will be available for download in summer 2017. Um, yeah, it just there's so much more that I can complain about with this. Like I just go on and on for hours about this. But ultimately, I think it's a really stupid decision. There's no reason to do this. Um, yeah. <clears throat> back even when the PS3 was out... Um, I had a headset for that. That was just a Bluetooth headset that connected. That was the same era as as the Wii. Again, the Wii had okay uh, voice chat and online. I just don't understand why they're taking this step back with the Switch. It, it doesn't make sense. Like even from a marketing standpoint, it doesn't make sense. <coughs> yeah, it's. What can you say? It it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. It, it's. Uh... And the the sad thing is, is that Nintendo's so stubborn. You know that this is going to be like, you know, this is going to be the course that they're going to take. Yeah, and they don't really listen to fans a lot in terms of like, okay, well, fans don't like this, so let's not do it. And that's that's what I'm really worried about with with some of the games. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my predictions is about Metroid. I'll go ahead and say that now. <clears throat> I'm really, really worried about Metroid. Um, and in the series going forward. I want to I want to plug something that I wrote and that I haven't released it yet, but I just wrote about a uh, four thousand give or word take article on Metroid in the future and why why it's not uh, promoted very much called the Metroid conundrum. So um, I have some very some very kind of I bet you my thoughts are going to be pretty similar to yours um, <coughs> in that regard. Well, I'm just worried because Nintendo we, we saw this with. Uh the the metroid federation force um mm-hmm. nintendo has they, they talked about this at that e3 when they announced it is that they're gonna give us stuff we want and give us stuff we didn't know we wanted and so far that stuff we didn't know we wanted um isn't hasn't been that it's just good stuff that we don't want yeah pretty much like uh, arms is cool. for federation force that game was doomed before it ever <clears throat> had a chance if to it just out, didn't like... have metroid slapped on it it'd be fine if it yeah. wasn't Metroid Prime Federation Force, yeah, it'd have been great. Like people would have bought it. They were like, "Oh, look a new IP. This is cool." Or they could have even yeah. just been like, <clears throat> "It just, just." But it was just—it was completely like it was doomed from the moment it was announced. Uh, it, like I felt bad for the developers too. I remember reading an interview where they were trying to like show the positive aspects of their game, and I'm sure that that it was. But like even me, I was like, "There's no way I'm buying this because yeah. it's not." And then, and then Nintendo will go ahead and say, "Like, oh well, Metroid doesn't sell, so that's why we don't make it." But yeah, it, it's the Metroid conundrum, it, the chicken and the egg thing. There, they're 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 doing a lot of really weird things, and we'll see how crazy it gets from here on. So uh, let's just 
Let's just dive straight in. Um, in two weeks, we get E3. Nintendo is doing a direct that it's, I think, a 30-minute direct. Um, and uh, they typically spend two, three minutes on each topic. Um, mm-hmm. So that's roughly <coughs> seven or eight topics, um, depending on how well they rattle stuff off. I don't understand what's half an hour. I should just go full hour. But again, I'd rather them not have a direct at all. I want them to be at E3. Uh, but I'm not complaining about that. Just nope. All right, so Andy, give us your first prediction. Uh, we don't actually have any any punishments yet. We'll we'll talk about that afterwards. Uh, after we do like a react reaction to it, leave leave some comments and we'll uh, we'll take your suggestions for them. Yeah, like I said uh, last week or the week before, we'll actually do these um, punishments because we're not having sh- staff shifts and changes now. Um, as far as I know, mm-hmm. um, everything's staying the same. We don't have to worry about changing the show. Um, <clears throat> so we're, we're good to go. Uh, so go go for it. All right. So I, I have ranked my list um, in the order of the most likely to happen and to least likely slash I just really hope it happens slash pipe dream <coughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that one thing that is almost assuredly that we're going to get at E3 is a release date for Mario Odyssey and a release date for the Zelda DLC. Okay. I can see that. So I, I was expecting. I, I think we're all expecting no, late November for Mario Odyssey. Uh, Zelda will be coming up probably two, three weeks after that in December. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Maybe, maybe after Christmas. Uh, my. I guess I'll go with my first or second one. Um, Nintendo. I think that they're going to outline their plans for their online service. Um, describing the quote-unquote simple process of connecting with your phone um, <clears throat> just just to discuss it and just to bring it up and talk about it and say, hey, you know, this is what it's going to look like. This is what you're going to have to do. It's going to be really simple, really easy. Um, and it won't be at all. <laughs> no, yeah. I feel like they'll do that because they want to get ahead of all the bad press uh, that's coming out, and it's, it's just going to hurt them even more, but that's what they're going to do. They're going to talk about it, I think, Um and we'll we'll see how that that goes. Okay. Uh, next one, which I think is also a pretty safe bet, is we're gonna see Pokemon Stars announced. Maybe it won't be called Pokemon Stars, but there'll definitely be the next Pokemon game in that uh, in that line. I should have done that one first. That was my first one. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, see, I'm thinking that we're going to uh, see. Um, footage or some sort of promo for the new Animal Crossing game for the phone um, since they've been talking about that a lot and we knew that that okay, was in okay. development during um, the Fire Emblem Heroes game um, I think we're going to hear about the Animal Crossing for the phone I, ha- I have something similar like that down on my list, it's way down actually but maybe I'll just maybe I'll just go ahead and say it now I think that the Animal Crossing mobile game is going to be ready for download that day. Hmm. E3, it's going to be ready. Just kind of like how the Smash DLC was, um, not last year, but the year before with Roy and... Uh, Me too. Or was it last year? No, it was, it was about a year or two ago. Yeah, okay, that's two years ago. But anyways, how they were ready like that day to download. Um, this, is, this is somewhere down there on my list, so I wouldn't feel extremely confident in this, but I think that, uh, yeah, it's going to be ready to go that day. Um, and we were talking about this earlier then. 
Uh, I think that Nintendo will announce a Metroid game. Um, I left I left this vague because I didn't say Metroid Prime or anything like that. I think okay. that they're going to announce a some sort of Metroid game um, that's in development or they're going to show like. I'm trying to leave this general because this one is one that I'm not very sure about at all. This is a Hail Mary. I have that on my list, but it's literally at the bottom of yeah. the list for like what I think will happen. I think that they'll announce a Metroid game for the Switch uh, at some, so in some way, shape, or form. Um, we're going to see Metroid on the Switch. God, that would be so good. I would, you know what, they could... I'll pay I'll pay 100 bucks a year for online service if they announce a Metroid game at E3. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, even if it's just like, hey, guys, we remastered the entire Metroid Prime trilogy. Here yep. it is on the Switch. Like It's an HD port of Super Metroid? Yep. <clears throat> like stuff I'm like down that. that. Be fine. Uh, so that's my third one. What's your fourth? Um, okay, so Super Smash Bros. will get a port to the Switch with all of the DLC included, plus new characters and stages uh, very much the same in the same vein as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And they will give it a real name. So <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Whack-A-Mole or something like that instead of for Wii U and for 3DS. Um, <coughs> bonus points, my boys, the Ice Climbers, are coming back. Which I guess aren't boys, but they're boy and girl. Yep. So my dudes, the Ice Climbers. Um, I think that we're going to see Skyrim for the Switch. Um, and they're going to show it off or they're going to announce a date for it. But it's going to be the original version, uh, just with all the DLC. So like a Game of the Year edition. Um, mm. But it won't be the special edition. Good call. I know that one's really specific, so if like any of that's wrong, I get that whole thing wrong. But I, that's just what I see. I see Nintendo being like, we've got Switch or Skyrim for the Switch. It's the the original version of the game for the DLC. They're trying to build it up like there's something special. Um, but they're not going to have the special edition on it. I, I just don't see that happening. <clears throat> I, I think yeah. I think if they were gonna, I think they would have said it by now if it was a special edition. Yeah. Um, the fact that they haven't yet definitely leads me to believe that it's probably just the regular version, and they're they're hoping that by not kind of saying that, maybe that'll get lost in the noise at E3 with everything else that's yeah. uh, that's there. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. I didn't I, even think of Skyrim though. That's a good call. I, I think that they're going to say that the, all the DLC is included. Like at this point, that it's <clears> not. They shouldn't make you pay for the DLC for Skyrim. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it'll be the game of the year edition. Yeah, for sure. Kind of like a, um, there's another game that's coming out. That's got all the DLC attached to it right now um, for the Switch. I don't know what it is. Um, but I, I just imagine that that's what it's going to be like. All the DLC will be packed Cave in. Cave Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. All the de- Whatever it is, all the DLC is packed into it, and it's good to go. Um, just yeah, I think that's edition. Cave Story Plus, <clears throat> which is a cool game, by the way. It's a cool Metroidvania game, if anyone's wondering. Um, okay, so speaking of DLC... Uh, the precedent was set by Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think that we will see a season pass for Splatoon 2 that will be somewhere in the price range of like 25 bucks. Um, and you get all of your all of your DLC with Splatoon 2 right there. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's cheap. I don't like the fact that Shadows of Valentia is like $45. I, I think that's mm-hmm. the price of if not more than the game. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Splatoon 2, like, really, what are you going to have for DLC? You're going to have new weapons and stages, um, yeah. pretty much. And maybe, maybe like, a new mode or something like that. Um, Story content. I didn't, play, I didn't play a whole lot of Splatoon after it came out originally, so I only kind of dipped my toe into the DLC in the months after, so I don't well, know if there's all, any other big, big features. Their DLC was but. free. 
Um, like yeah, they, a lot just, of free updates for it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I could I I could see them doing free DLC. I just don't know if they'll do paid. But you think they'll do paid DLC? I think they'll do paid DLC. Um, and I think it has to be something else other than weapons and stages. Okay. Um, or mm. or if it is just weapons and stages, it has to be it has to be like frequently, consistently, and uh, and something to make it something like a like the type of stage that's going to make it worth it, not just like the old stages from Splatoon two that are that are now on the Switch or from Splatoon one that are now on the Switch. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think Nintendo's going to announce the SNES Classic Edition. Um. I think that that's what we're going to see. I don't think we're going to see a virtual console. Um, I mean, that's that's not one of my predictions for this. I, I just don't think we're going to see one. I think that they're they're going to push the NSES, N, SNES Classic um, Edition and say that, hey, guys, uh, we saw your response to the NES Edition, NES Classic Edition. Here's the SNES Classic Edition. <coughs> Go wild. Okay. Um, I, I just think, based on what we've seen, Xbox or uh, Microsoft released a survey talking about uh, the SNES edition or something like that. And, and that was really strange, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, there, there's been a lot of uh, clues leading up to the fact that Nintendo might be releasing one. Um, so I, I'm just, I feel like that's a possibility. And if they were going to do anything about it, it'd be released or talked, it'd be talked about during E3, not released during E3. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sandwich two predictions into one here because mine kind of goes with what you just said, and I also wanted to throw something else in there. I'm going to go the opposite road of you. I don't think that they're going to announce the SNES Classic. I specifically don't think that they'll announce it just because I think that a lot of people just have that bad taste in their mouth left over mm. from the NES Classic. So honestly, I think it's more likely that they say the NES Classic is going to go back in stock than announce the SNES Classic and like piggybacking off that, um, sorry for the kind of two in one here, but I, they're going to announce the virtual console for for Switch. See, I feel like they wouldn't do that until they had the pay service ready. That's that's my only hang up for that, um, because they want to push the virtual console games as like a, a bonus for paying. But, yeah, like I guess so, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to launch it eventually, like. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I just feel like that's an, that's a feature that should have launched with the Switch, yeah. and it didn't, and it just it doesn't make sense why they haven't given us any updates about it unless they were saving it for a big announcement for E3. Mm-hmm. Um, which one do I feel especially confident about? Oh, this one. This is this is was my prediction last year. It's my prediction again this year. They're gonna show off that graphic with all the third parties on it to just show how much third party support they have, despite not having like oh, yeah. released any. They're just gonna be like, look at all of our third parties, and they're <laughs> gonna put up the graphic, and it's gonna be like, uh, the whole thing is just it's just gonna cover the screen. They're gonna be like, these are all of our third party supports. And have like Bethesda, and then it's gonna be like, and we've got uh, Activision and all of these things like. We've got so much third-party support. It's like it's it's pouring out of the Wii U and into mm-hmm. the Switch. It's just going to be crazy. And, and they're going to show off that graphic again. It's going to be the same exact one that we've seen for the past two years or whatever. It's I just I just think that that's what we're gonna we're gonna see it. And, and there's, there's nothing nothing different about it. All right, I'm pretty much going to throw my my list to the wind here and and stop saying them in order of uh, in order of what I think will happen and just say kind of piggyback off what you just said. But I, I agree. I think we're going to see that list. But, and this encompasses everybody's press conference, not just Nintendo's, I think that you will see 
at most five major third-party games announced for the Switch. At most. Like no more than that. No more than that. Okay. What what number? When I say major, I don't like Just Dance, like 2018, or or the Mm. Rabbits, you know, game or or whatever. But like, I'm talking like uh, Shadows of Mordor. I'm talking like uh, (laughs) Assassin's Creed or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. What number was that? Was that seven of that uh, seven predictions? Uh, I don't know. I lost count to be honest. (laughs) All right. Um. Then we'll just go until we till till we decide to stop. Till we run out. Uh sure. I can mix them up. Um, <clears throat> I think that uh, it's. I may. I had to specify on this one. I think that we're going to see a sizzle reel of upcoming games, but it's going to include uh, Mario Odyssey and mm-hmm. the Fate Extella game. Um, and I know that I've been talking about that game a lot, and it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. First, I just love the Fate series, um, but if they wanted to show a game that could <clears throat> push the the Switch the same way that Fire or uh, Hyrule Warriors pushed the Wii U, that it'd be Fate Extella because you're fighting huge waves of enemies um, in that game, kind of like in, in the Warriors game. So I, I think that they're going to show off in this is a real. I don't necessarily think they're going to devote devote an entire thing to, to Fate. But we'll see Mario Odyssey in a, in a scene and the Fate Extella just because they want to remind people that that game's coming out and that it's going to push the Switch just like uh, the Warriors games pushed the Wii U. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm going to mesh two into one here. We're going to see a new game from Retro, uh, see what game they've been working on, and that game will <coughs> be a new Donkey Kong Country. Hmm. Like 2D side-scroller or 3D? I think 2D side scroller. I, I think that uh, they've got the formula down. They they got a good thing going. Tropical Freeze was really good. Returns was really good. So, I, I mean, most games like that come in threes. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Donkey Kong Country series came in threes. So, I wouldn't be. I, I think it makes sense to make a new Donkey Kong Country game. It can be. It could probably be done relatively easy if they're reusing a lot of the same mechanics as the last games mm-hmm. and. It's going to be a big. Uh, it'll be a big seller for uh, for Switch. It'll move systems for sure because yeah. Tropical Freeze was, uh, you know, it was was a hit. Um, That's a vastly underrated even though it was stuck game. on Wii U. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. So good. Yeah, mm. or or even I would I would say even I think this is far less likely, but a port of Tropical Freeze. Hmm. I think that we're going to see Fire Emblem Warriors shown off, um, like actual footage from the game. Um, mm-hmm. I think they'll talk about that. Uh, I, I'm I'm skeptical to say that they're going to talk about Fire Emblem um, because I don't, I don't I don't think so. I think that's next year. Yeah, I, I don't think I think they'll do that in a direct. I think that we're going to see Fire Emblem Warriors shown off um, <clears throat> mostly because it seems more far along in development than the new Fire Emblem game, mm-hmm. um, and they're pushing back Fire Emblem till till 2018. So I think they want to focus on whatever's coming up soon. Um, so yeah, you got like stuff like Fate Extella and then Mario Odyssey and you know all, all Splatoon two. Um, you're, we're going to see those games that are coming out within this this fiscal year, <clears throat> yeah. but we're we're not going to see a lot from games that are coming out in 2018. So so I'm thinking Fire Emblem Warriors, not Fire Emblem. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay, speaking of, uh, this is a game that won't be coming out in 2017. 
I think that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 gets delayed until 2018. See, I, that my prediction is the opposite of that. I think that they're going to show off uh, the game, <clears throat> and they're going to announce a release date for this year. For Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Are you thinking like uh, around Christmas for that? I, I don't know the date. I just know that they're 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 going to get the game out this year. Um, or is that they, did, they want Chronicles to get X launched in what December of 2015? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> but they they want to get the game out this year, um, and I assume they've been working on it for a while. If they've been able to show off as much as they have, um, it's just they're so insistent on getting it out this year. I think we're going to see it. At E3, and then we're going to get a release date for this year. I don't know. I just, from what I saw, it just looked like it was really early. Like, they, they basically just had a lot of concept art. They didn't even have footage to show us, by and large, at the at the Switch presentation. So Well, even if even if they, they delay it, I'm saying that we're going to get a release date for this year. Okay. I, they're, they're, I'm, I'm thinking 2018. I hope I'm wrong, actually, because I really want to play that. But. They're going to give us a definitive release date. Even though it may be pushed back, they're going to give us a release date for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 uh, for sometime this year. That's my that's my prediction for that game. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, you will see at least one first-party title for the 3DS announced by Nintendo. <laughs> they're not giving up on that thing yet. Yeah. So, It'll probably be a Kirby <clears throat> game because they just flood the market with Kirby games whenever there's a gap. So you're not talking about, like... Um, Games that have already been announced, like they're going to announce a new game for the 3DS. Yeah, yeah, they're going to announce a new game, kind of like in the vein of um, uh, Fire Emblem Echoes. Okay. Um, I think that they're going to show off their Nindies, uh, the Nintendo Indies again. They're going to like mm-hmm. devote maybe like a five minute segment. I, I'm not going to be specific on time, but they're going to devote a segment to talking about. <clears throat> you know, we've got uh, this, 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 this. So an Axiom Verge or whatever is coming out again on the Switch. Um, and yeah. aren't we so great for having all these indie developers on here? Um, they're, they're, they're just going to bloat their own ego with the independent developers and talk about how great it's doing. Um, yeah. Or we're just going to see that. There's, a, there's a game that. that I'm really interested in called Hollow Knight, actually, that I really hope that they show off. It's a Metroidvania. <laughs> uh, it looks really cool. It kind of looks like a Tim Burton movie, but like <laughs> like, a, like a 2D side-scroller. So if we're going to have to sit through an, an indies thing, I hope it's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I've only got a few left. Uh, okay, so I think we're going to see Joy-Cons released with classic controller color schemes. That was kind of <laughs> out there. That's like kind of a wish of mine, but I think it'll happen. Maybe not all of them at once, but even if it's one, like the NES color scheme, I think that would be... I, I don't think that would be, like, completely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm hesitant on this one. Because um, we know that in, in the... East, they're getting a Monster Hunter um, XX bundle um, with a, the special edition like dock or switch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been very skeptical to release bundles for the Switch. But I think that we're going to see some sort of bundle for Switch and Super Mario Odyssey. Um, and they'll, yeah, okay. they'll talk about that. When they talk about Super Mario Odyssey, they're going to be like, oh, we've got Super Mario Odyssey. But uh, also, yeah, for for the holiday season, we're going to be releasing a special Super Mario Odyssey Switch bundle um, where you can get the game and the console all at once because they're going to push that thing like crazy whenever it comes to, to oh yeah to sure. Christmas. And so they're 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 going to release a bundle for that. No 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 doubt in my mind about that. Um, I just I don't want to be specific on the type of bundle, 
if it's a special edition. I just know that they're going to bundle those two games. Yeah, I, th- I think that makes sense. Uh, I could see them releasing a, a special edition Switch for that. Um, but I think, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that definitely makes sense, especially if we're, if we're thinking that it releases around um, Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is my last one, and uh, it's kind of a two-for-one punch. But going back to Virtual Console for a second, and this is this is kind of dreaming right here, but the first punch is that GameCube games are going to be on Virtual Console. There's going to be Melee, there's going to be Sunshine, there's going to be Star Fox Adventures, there's going to be all those good games. And I don't know how they're going to do this, but maybe with your linked Nintendo account or something, if you've bought a game before, you can download it for free on the Virtual Console. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw that out there. That is a pipe dream, my friend. <laughs> I know, that's a pipe dream right up there with like a new Metroid being announced. But I, you know, what? I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there, and uh, and yeah. If you down if you bought Super Mario World like ten times, you can you don't have to buy it in eleventh. Um. Let's see, I just had one in my head. Um. <clears throat> oh, this is a this is crazy. Um, and this is just something that, that that's not going to happen. I don't believe that this is going to happen, but I had to make up a, a next, a, like a last one. Um, I think we're going to see an Ocarina of Time remaster for the Switch. Not not a re-release. I don't know about that. Not not like for the for the Virtual Console. They're going to release an updated version of Ocarina of Time for the Switch. I don't think this is going to uh, happen. I don't know about that. That's kind of a pipe dream of mine, like you were talking about. Like I think that it's, this... It's so close to Ocarina <laughs> of Time 3D. I mean, not entirely, but I, I just, like, I was thinking about this the other day. I was listening to uh, the Hero of Time soundtrack um, by Eric Buckles, and, and I was just like, you know, this would... Like, I really want to play Ocarina of Time again, but I want to play it on the TV, and I don't have my Wii anymore. My sister has it. Um, <clears throat> and I never bought it for the Wii U. But I, I, I would buy a an updated remaster of Ocarina of Time for the Switch. Like, wouldn't even be a question in my mind about that. They could get Amiibo support yeah, I, for I it. Too. And, and, and they, they'd have, they could even make, put the Master Quest in there, put some of the, the other levels in there. I, I, I don't know what they do. I, I just, again, that's, that's, it's, I'm pretty much handing you a win on that one. But I think that we're gonna. See... I, I think that's like right up there with uh, with the free transfer of all your of all your yeah. uh, eShop games. I, I I hope we see one. I don't think we will. Um, I just I really hope we do. So that's my prediction is that we're gonna see one. Okay. So my official predictions are done. Here's just a few stray thoughts that I think that uh, that might happen. Um, I think that there that I think that there might, be, and I don't feel confident enough in these saying that they will happen or whatever, I, or I don't feel strongly enough about them to say that they will. But I think that there's a decent chance that there might be a bravely default game announced for Switch, um, and I think that they'll spend a lot of time uh, yakking about arms and like the competitive. And they'll they'll probably run like a tournament or something like that, like the day before E3. I really hope they don't spend E3 talking about arms. I hope I hope they don't either. Like I think they'll kind of do like their own. Like tournament thing, like they did a few years ago with Smash, because yeah. I think they had, I think they had like the the bracket like the day before or something like that. And well, then, yeah, like uh, when they had uh, when when the Wii U version came out and they had all the top players come out and play it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so I I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that with Arms and uh, with Splatoon, but specifically Arms, it seems like they're trying to push that to be their next big franchise. Yeah, why they're pushing that instead of Metroid, I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, 
I, yeah, I, I think that, you know, I think that you're going to have to suffer through some stuff about ARMS. Maybe that's kind of being unfair to ARMS, but I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm at the same thing. It's like, for me, I, I'm, I don't really want to pay full price for that game, like full MSRP. No. I, I just, it doesn't, I didn't get to play the demo. I'll probably play it this weekend, maybe, um, if I have time. But I, 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 it just doesn't jump out to me as a game that's like, oh, this looks so cool. It's got like this, you know, it's it's definitely worth the sixty dollars. Like, <clears throat> I'm not knocking Overwatch at all, but I paid thirty bucks for that game, and I've had so much fun with that game in the year it's been out. Mm-hmm. I'm still playing it. Um, granted, yeah. See, like that that thing <clears throat> is like I was at uh, EB today, and like Arms is eighty bucks, and I'm like. I don't think so, you know, like maybe if I hear a bunch of people talk about what a blast it is to play, like I heard, I heard a lot of people say how fun Snipper Clips was. Mm-hmm. And so I downloaded it and that game actually, it is a blast and it doesn't, it's probably not something I would have ever downloaded if I hadn't had that positive word of mouth. But even then, like Snipper Clips was 25 bucks versus 80 bucks for arms. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, and like I don't know. And just the, like competitive kind of, fighters and i use that term loosely aren't just aren't really my thing like i play smash for fun rather than to you know be super serious about it so yeah and i mean like even for it's it's weird because splatoon appeals to me more than arms does and they're both mm-hmm, in a yeah. similar vein because splatoon just like relies heavily on multiplayer on online it had a story mode um or, or an adventure mode um the story was a little lackluster there um mm-hmm. <clears throat> but for some reason that game provided a lot of enjoyment for me I'm not playing it now, uh, mostly because the Wii U is like going from the Switch back to the Wii U is really difficult because it's such a clunky piece of technology. Um, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if if I had to have going back, looking back on it now, knowing what I know now about Overwatch and how much fun it is, I would have paid the sixty dollars for the um, Origin Edition, which is what everybody that bought it on console got. Like they got the special skins and what whatnot. Uh, I I just bought it for thirty bucks because I was like, hey, look, Overwatch is thirty bucks on Battle.net, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do that when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. I think I pre-ordered it or something. <clears throat> I don't regret that. It's it's probably one of my um, favorite multiplayer games right now, um, and I've had a blast with it. Uh, you, know, actually, you know what I just thought? Hmm. It's it's uh, it's funny that Nintendo didn't use Punch Out instead of arms because they're kind of like fundamentally the same you could have easily made that a punch-out game with some like i don't know a futuristic punch-out or something or maybe yeah. you see little mac is like dlc in the future or something but yeah, i never that, i never realized how kind of similar those games are i'd see the little mac dlc more because i don't think that they i think they wanted a new ip i don't think they wanted mm-hmm. to rehash an old one um which i understand like when you think of yeah. punch-out you don't think of like a blow away uh ip you're not like oh gosh i'm gonna buy this game or this system specifically for punch-out um, they, they either need to have, mm-hmm. like, Little Mac as DLC or Inspector Gadget mm-hmm. as DLC because, like, he would <coughs> rock in that game. I'd probably buy it if there was Gadget DLC. It's just I have a hard time justifying a $60 price tag on that kind of a game, um, especially knowing what we know about the Switch's online and how yeah. heavy the online uh, pre- like presence is supposed to be in this game. Uh, it just well, the other thing too is like those free games that that uh, they offer you. When I was looking at this, I didn't I didn't mention it earlier, but like the the free games are like Balloon Fight and and Doctor Mario oh, yeah, and just like, like these Nest garbage games. games. Like 
you know, like you, you can play you can play Tomb Raider or Darksiders or whatever for free, Beyond Good and Evil for free, but like you know, and this mm. thing you get you get like Tetris or whatever, like ooh, I can get Tetris on my on my T eighty three calculator, you know, like <laughs> You wanna go you wanna go back and play Balloon Fighter, play it on uh, Animal Crossing for the GameCube. Um, yeah, like really. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, Nintendo's a lot of catching up to do for online. I don't think they'll ever get there. Uh, but that—that's just the way that they're going to play it. I don't know why. I really yeah. hope. I really hope they reverse course between now and 2018. I don't think they will. Uh, I just really. I'm hope not they optimistic. Do. No, no. The I'm only not. time I can ever remember Nintendo reversing course <laughs> is when they uh, slashed the price of the 3ds. <clears throat> and then did the whole ambassador program thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really wasn't a reversing course. That was more like, oh, we're sorry for, for screwing That people. was more like the panic button being pushed, but uh, like that's the only time I can remember them not sticking to their guns about something. Yeah, and it's not necessarily that they reversed course on that either. They were just like, I, we, we owe you guys something for the extra money you paid and for, for being early adopters, as opposed to the Switch, which just like, we either go with crappy internet or we try to figure something better out. And I, I just don't think that they're going to... Uh, Pick something better mm-hmm. out. I think that they're, they're stuck with this because this is what they have in mind. Uh, I, I just can't can't fathom how they came up with this idea or why they came up with it. Like even in in my darkest days, I couldn't sit around <laughs> and think of something this stupid. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's just it, it blows my mind. Um, but this E three is going to be interesting, especially because it's only half an hour. Uh, yeah, the, that in itself is is pretty strange. They're gonna have to cram a lot of stuff in there, or they're only gonna have like maybe ten things that they're gonna talk about. Um, mm-hmm. well, and I figure like Super Mario Odyssey is gonna take up a big <clears throat> portion of that, so they're they're really gonna have to cram in there. Because mm-hmm. you gotta figure like Super Mario Odyssey's gotta be like I don't know, like at least ten minutes, I would think. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're gonna see. A quote-unquote story trailer, whatever that is. Like, kind of think about the trailer for Super Mario World mm-hmm. for the Wii U or whatever it was. Um, th- just that kind of, like, a story. Uh, yeah. And then we'll see gameplay, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. And then we're going to have treehouse footage afterwards of them playing Super Ugh. Mario Odyssey and their their awful yeah. game gaming. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. I, I, I haven't... I you know, the Treehouse just... guys try like pretty hard, but it is it is tough to watch, especially when you get like the developers playing, because there's always a translator in between, and you don't get that flow of conversation, and it's just like it's just really weird. You can tell that like you know the, the there's always something lost in translation there. It's just it's 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 okay when like Bill Trinan is playing, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's tough to watch those because you don't get that nice flow with that you need kind of like between the two guys talking and, and whatever about it. Maybe that's just me, but no, I agree. Uh, it, it's interesting how they handle E3, how they've been handling E3. Um, I honestly thought that they would change course on directs based on the Switch conference, um, <clears throat> and just be like, okay, at E3 this year we're gonna have an actual press conference where people can. Uh, give like we can hear audience feedback and stuff um mm-hmm. and when we're gonna take a risk because those press conferences are risks because uh, i remember like this this is gonna be something that i will always always remember um is going to see the playstation e3 in a theater um and how they broadcasted it and being in the audience listening to people react to games like seeing the spider-man game and hearing people cheer or, or god of war 
um, when they announced all these things, uh, even showed off Horizon Zero Dawn, how, how excited the crowd was and the energy for that. You don't get that with a direct. You don't hear cheers. You don't hear people get excited. You, you, it's just, just kind of like one person talking in uh, with a white background, and yeah. that's it. <clears throat> I mean, what what's the greatest E3 moment that you know you can think of? For me, Twilight Princess. You know that place went crazy when they announced that. So I I don't mind the direct. <coughs> like uh, I'm actually like I'm okay with it, but because you know it's at least a little bit more polished and less awkward and whatever. But there's definitely some drawbacks to it, and the and the fan interaction is one of them. Because like. Man, I would have loved to see like a live crowd uh, reacting to Breath of the Wild's oh, trailer last gosh. year. You know, I, I thought, or like I mean, even like, even when you saw the video footage of the crowd um, after after the trailer, that final amazing trailer at the Switch presentation, where it, it said like the release date for it, like people were going crazy in, in Nintendo New York and stuff. Like uh, that would have been cool to see live. Uh, I just it, it, I understand why. Like I said, it's it's less risk, more reward. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the problem with that is. The, the less risk you get, the less rewards you get. I know that there's yeah. still a reward for them like, oh, well, we can rehearse this and we can plan it and nothing can go wrong. And I think that the reason why they, like, they're like they so scared of it is because of how the Skyward Sword um, tech demo yep. went. Um, and that was a great E3. Like, it was fantastic. I loved the full orchestra uh, like starting off the show. That was great. I loved that. Um, <clears throat> you yeah, asked what I, my I favorite moment was. Like- Pretty much the reason why I don't think they're going to be doing that for a long time. Yeah, I think it's because I think so directs are going to be here to stay. They're so scared of something going wrong and people remembering that that they're not going to um, do anything about it. The problem is, is that that's the last press conference they had at E3, so that's the thing people are going to remember. They didn't give themselves a chance to to one up that presentation. They were like, "Oh crap, we we screwed up. We can't do that again. No more press conferences." Um, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like not having uh, not having voice chat because you're afraid someone might swear. Oh uh, yeah. Oh well. Oh well. So there's our predictions. Yep. I'll let you. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch E3, but I'll let you watch it and count which predictions we got right and wrong, and then we'll meet back after yep. that. But we'll see you guys in two weeks. Enjoy E3. Enjoy life. Be 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 good to each other. Go team Nintendo. Yeah. Team Switch. For however long it lasts. Yeah. Alright. Alright, guys. Wish Alfred well on his honeymoon. <laughs> yep. See you guys. Bye. See you guys.